What's going on, people of the digital world? My name is Chris Kazama, Fight Club Pro Wrestling, Washington, D.C., best city on earth, best wrestling city on earth. And right now, you're laying down on the mat looking up at the lights, listening to the Three Count Podcast. That's right. Don't kick out. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly presents the New Age Out. Oh my God, you were trying to get that wrong intro. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chaz Evans and you are listening to the Three Count Podcast. Let's go down my faction. Introducing first, he is the Red Dog. He is the game. Triple Miller. Oh, shit. Speaking of things that come from 99, holla, holla. All these bitches get the dollar, dollar. <laughs> Catchphrase. That's it. That's it for me. Oh, just look at everybody's face right now. I can't wait to put this clip up. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, 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 that brought a tear. That was a tear. Introducing next. (laughs) He is the 42 time. Oh, what? It's Chris Idol. Chris Idol. And Damien Fatal is here as well, the super villain. JJ's not here. Showtime Grimes might be late to the show as always. Who knows? This is our review show for Slammiversary 2020. Wow, why are you making this sound so dismal? Because it was actually good. It was a great show. It was a great show. Yes, that was a great show, but this show probably won't be right now. (laughs) Oh, come on. Come on, Don't be like that. I know, right? You had all those hit singles. Anyway. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Don't Three Count Podcast. We got the Red Dog here. We got Chris Idol. And we got the supervillain. Like we said, this is our uh, review show for Slammiversary, but we always got our announcements. So, if you have not listened to the latest episode of Now Entering the Ring, then uh, you need to Stop this episode right now. And continue Go. listening to this episode. And don't get us canceled from the last episode. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> anyway, listen to that. Now entering the ring, Brett Ryan Gosson, the notorious one, BRG. Definitely go listen to that episode. Also, if you want to support your favorite wrestling podcast, and uh, why wouldn't you? Monetarily, that is. Go check out the ProWrestlingTees.com Slash the three count pod. Couldn't get my words out. To get yourself a three count podcast shirt, we just uploaded some new shirt designs. Trust me, uh, you'll like the new one. So definitely go get yourself a three count podcast shirt. Let's get down to the Wednesday night rundown. Alrighty. So. Oh, this is the one week removed from the NXT Great American Bash versus uh, AEW Fighter Fest, a little battle we had for the past uh, two weeks. But AEW had Fight for the Fallen, which was a uh, benefit, all proceeds, I think, from their 
shop on a certain shirt was going to a COVID-19 relief fund. So let's go here. But the numbers look like this. AEW, after getting butt-raped two weeks in a row by NXT, came back. In viewerships, not the demo, okay? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. And viewership. They won the demo. Yes, they, they did. The they won the demo. Anyway, the numbers look that AEW are back up with a win with 788,000 total viewers, while NXT came in with 631 total viewers. Uh, NXT's numbers were down from the week prior, and AEW's numbers were um, up from the week prior, which if you're keeping a total score, which we are, AEW's win streak is now 31 to NXT's 8. And they've tied only once. And that is the Wednesday Night Rundown. So, with that being said, let's get on down to the Red Dogs Power Rankings! <laughs> we just want to thank Hollow Drive for their cover of Danger Zone because it's awesome. So let's get into this, right? So this is going to be kind of a unique power ranking. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Um, we're going to start off with number 10. Diana Peraza makes our list. Definitely love the match. So now everybody's going to be like, oh, yay. Good notes. Uh, next up, we're going to go with number nine. Um, I know a lot of people are going to find it shocking. First time viewing them, seeing these guys, and I really fell in love with their their team, even though they haven't been around. They've been around for a long time. So Motor City Machine Guns come Hello. in at number nine. Number eight. We have to give it up, man, because um, SmackDown actually had a good match. So we had to put it up there. Give it up for AJ Styles coming in at number eight. So... Number eight. Yeah, I know. It sounds crazy, right? Because number seven, gotta give it up. So, as I mentioned, this was the first time that I watched the Impact show, so I had to give a lot of love. So, number seven, Chris Bay. <laughs> so, I know the next, uh, in our top, the next next one's kind of going to see it's going to be kind of a hit or miss. So, number six, um, I thought they had a great match uh, with Jurassic Express. So I did love the elite match. I know you guys are gonna you guys are gonna throw it out there, and that's fine. Number five, though, we got to give it up because I know somebody else is currently uh, gonna be viewing this. But Eddie Edwards makes our list. So give a lot of love. Um, so number four, uh, Sasha and Bailey. I thought they had a great matchup. Sasha and Karen. We're not we're not doing that. He's not on the show. So number know. three. I feel like our, our our listeners would be upset if someone didn't call her Karen, even though I don't agree with it at all. So number three, uh, give a lot of love. Uh, Kevin Owens, I thought he had a great match. I wanted to keep that up there. Um, number two, Keith Lee. That's Uncle Keith. Yep, because obviously him and Dijakovic can always just tear the house down no matter what. So number one, um, I'm going to be honest, I really enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the storytelling of this, especially with all the controversy that was kind of built up by some certain fans. So Cody gets the number one spot. Um, but if I could put Sonny Kiss in this match, if I could put him on put him on the list, he would definitely be right there with number one. So it would be Cody slash 
Sunny Kiss. So I just wanted to put that out there. But there it is. All right. Those are the power rankings for this week. Uh, I hate number six with a passion. But, <laughs> hey, it's not my power rankings. So, all right. Here we go. This is now it's time to get into the uh, the main course, the meat and potatoes of the show. And we're going to do our typical review show, but we're going to review Slammiversary, which happened um, as of this recording. This was the last night. Um, I all in all, um, we got to give a big shout out to uh, Mr. Idol here. Uh, he put the challenge out there for all of us to watch Slammiversary and to do a review show on it. And that's and that's what we're going to do. And um I think all of us can say that that was probably the best decision we've ever done so far in the past couple of weeks, <laughs> as far as a, watching a wrestling show. Um, so, with that being said, let's get right to it. So, Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. We started off with the Motor City Machine Guns returning Alex Shelley and Chris Saban facing off against the Rascals. In a tag team match. They went 14 minutes and 17 seconds. The winner was the Motor City Machine Gun. So, as we do it here, all the rules. A, if it was an A plus, you know, you think we have pluses or minuses. Thank God we don't have JJ here so he can give numbers and shit. So hopefully we all can follow the rules. A, B, C, or dud. But I highly doubt anyone will say a dud for this show. So, A, B, C, or dud. Um, I'll start off. <clears throat> the match, I don't know, um, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I remember the Motor City Machine Guns was one of the first tag teams that I remember uh, when I was younger, when I started venturing out into things other than the WWE. Um, so my grandmother used to watch Impact back uh, when it was in Universal, and it was on uh, Spike. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, 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 exactly. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that was one of, one of the first things I remember. Now, I, I watched Impact here and there. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big follow of it, but I heard of the wrestlers. I've seen a couple of matches. So I was highly, you know, like, all right, cool. This could be a cool match. So for me, it gets a B minus. I enjoyed everything about it. It's the fucking Motor City Machine Guns, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you can never go wrong with the Motor City Machine Guns, and you can never go wrong with the Rascals. You put, you know, all four of those competitors in there, um, you get a really good tag match. And uh, it gets a B minus for me. Uh, Cliff? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it an 80. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to give it a B. Uh- <laughs> oh, he did it before I could. <laughs> Y'all gonna make him? He, he's gonna listen to the episode and just gonna be like, "You guys really do like me." <laughs> no, Josh, we don't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I only roast the ones I love, and that's why I don't pick on you. So, uh, <laughs> uh to be okay. So I, I've never seen either team, right? So I had no idea like who either guys were. So this is definitely the first show for Impact in a long time for me to watch. Um, but what I did, what I thought was funny was that we had talked about this previously, and we thought that uh, possibly it would be like the Good Brothers that were being called. So it was a nice like a change. But I I will tell you something. I did tell Jeremy today while we were at um, we we're out training. Right, I legitimately popped 
four motorcycle machine guns. I've never seen them before. So when I'm sitting in the sitting on the couch like this watching the show, and all of a sudden, you know, they're like, "All right, who's gonna come out?" And the music starts playing. I was just like, "Oh man, this is gonna be lit!" <laughs> I was like, "I've never seen them before," and I was like, "I." So I instantly got uh, attached, um, and I thought the match was great. I love their finishers. I was, you know, all their signatures and just things that they were able to do. I thought all four worked well together. So, yeah, I definitely gave it a solid B, man. All right. Idle? Uh, I'm going to give it this, the same grade. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns, uh, they are a huge influence on all of the younger tag teams that are up and coming today. Like, pick any, pick any t- team that's out there right now. They've got some kind of influence of the motor city machine guns uh it's good to see them back i guess you could say home this is where they act uh they fit right in it's almost as if they haven't aged uh the rascals uh i love their act it it took me a little while to, to uh i was a fan of them individually it took me a little while to get with them as a group but now i love them um yeah i'm I'm happy to see the Motor City Machine Guns back together and healthy, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, especially with uh, the upcoming match they got on Tuesday. I'm really looking forward to that one. Damien? I give it a solid B as well. Like, it was really nothing wrong with it. Um, It was great seeing the, you know, seeing the Motor City Machine Guns. Haven't seen them together in, like, forever. Um... Everybody looked good, Chris, clean. Um, yeah, I was. A, I'm a fan of the Rascals. I actually like the way. I like the way that they all interact. Like they're the, like they're a great little stable together. They all got heart, and like they went out there and they were beating the hell out of each other. It was very very good opening, solid opening match. Like thanks. I usually don't like uh, you know. Uh, was it uh, open challenges? But like this was one that I was like, all right, all right, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. I, got so, a question. I got a question for you, Damien. What's up? All right, Rascals versus Pure Ignorance. Who you got winning? Oh, Pure Ignorance all day long. Yeah, all right, it's we all. all, it's all oh no, we kill it. They, 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 they get, they get that work. That's all <laughs> that needs to be said. That's all that needs to be said. All right, so um, we'll move on to the next match. Um. <laughs> I was excited for this match, and this is probably, I'll be honest with you, this is one of the least match I liked on the whole show. Um, Moose faced off against Tommy Dreamer in an old-school rules match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Um, for those that don't know, Moose is the TNA World Heavyweight Champion unofficially. Um, he found the belt and just said he was a champion. And, um, I mean, if a big black man that looks like Moose says, you know, he's the champion and takes a belt... Who's going to argue with him? Because I saw as hell not. So, um, 50 years <laughs> ago, though, you could. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, yeah. So, they went 11 minutes and 18 seconds. Um, for me, it, honestly, it got a C plus, And it got a C plus because it's Moose. And I like Moose. A lot. <laughs> So um, it's, it's – and the funny thing is I think as I, I've gotten older and I've been, you know, wrestling more and more and, you know, actually knowing what actual wrestling is, a lot of hardcore bullshit 
doesn't phase me anymore. And th- there was a lot of things that just did not phase me anymore. And I'm just like, uh, we're just be- we're just hitting people with furniture f- just for the sake of it. And I, I and I and I <laughs> I made the joke to myself. I said, oh, if I don't see thumbtacks in a Tommy Dreamer match, this isn't a Tommy Dreamer match. And then five minutes later, thumbtacks show up, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, there we go. So, um, yeah, it gets a C plus for me. The match wasn't bad. Like that's not like it wasn't a bad match. It just, it just, it was a real letdown from the tag match previously. I will say that. Um, and I mean a lot. Yeah, it's a, your typical ECW bullshit. You know, with Tommy Dreamer. You know, because he can't. You gotta have bells and whistles. Uh, you know, when you get a certain age. All right, Damien, what you got? Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid C because I wasn't. Ex- I, I'm not a big Moose fan or a Tommy Dreamer fan. Period. But it told a good story. Right. Like I'm actually. I actually enjoy what Moose is doing. Like it's like that. You know. Oh, you want to look me over for a champion? I'm gonna make myself a champion, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he a big dude. So who gonna tell him no? <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know what I mean. And like I said, I think they told a great story. Like, and that's why I get to solid seat because it was—I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting the like. Right. I was funny. Josh Matthews, the whole match on commentary, was talking about he's not a real champion, and Don Callis was like, "You go tell him that." <laughs> and I just I instantly thought of Moose literally grabbing Josh Matthews by the back of his collar <laughs> and saying who's not a real champion, and Josh Matthews wetting his pants. Um, I just said, said, I'm not telling Moose no to anything. Like, if it, this, this, man's, if this man told me to go rob a bank, I was like, how much do you even want? <laughs> what bank? Do you want Bank of America, Wells Fargo, <laughs> Wachovia, <laughs> M&T, Wachovia. Chase Bank? <laughs> Oh, so all right. What about you, uh, Idol? What you got? Um, I'm gonna give it a C. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I have a similar opinion to you, Chaz. This of all the co- matches on the card, this is the one that I was expecting to be a dud. I was like, ah, eh, it's Tommy Dreamer. Uh, nothing against Tommy the person, but like, let's be real. Tommy's best days are behind him. Like, that's just Sonic getting old. Tommy's been in a million hardcore matches i'm sure it's very hard for him to get around he's like terry funk now he's the new age so happy that he you know he dressed up as terry funk and he did i did appreciate the t-shirt i'm a big terry funk fan and uh, dusty sucks eggs uh that nod to that t-shirt i dug but uh this match even though it was hardcore and i typically don't enjoy hardcore bullshit but this is the type of hardcore bullshit that I do like because it's not just dudes hitting each other with furniture. They were telling a story right. within the context of a match. Uh, I'm a big Moose fan. Um, this run that Moose is on right now, it's some of the best work of his career. Uh, I hope it leads somewhere for him. I think it will. But uh, I kind of I kind of like the match. I went into it expecting to hate it, and I came out like, you know what? Not bad. Not bad at all. Okay. Red Dog. 
Well, I didn't know what to expect, and yet I felt disappointed. So for me personally, it was a C minus. Um, I don't want to call it a dud because that's not fair. Like I think it was just above it. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, like the reason why Moose hasn't won a championship in wrestling period is because just like his pro career, somebody's always been there to stop him, regardless if he was playing for the Falcons or the Patriots. So I think for me, it just it just wasn't. I don't know. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool seeing Tommy Dreamer in the match. I liked the thumbtack spot. It was there was some great storytelling involved. I just overall wasn't. I don't know. It just was. It wasn't. It wasn't for me. It was put out there. No, I feel you. I feel you on that one. Understandable. Yeah, I got you. So, but this next match though, <laughs> this one for me, this is my potty break match. Um, this was the wow. gauntlet for uh, gauntlet for the gold match to determine the number one contenders match. Um, for the Impact Knockouts Championship, there was uh, I think it was eleven knockouts. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was the number, right? Yeah. Uh, no, well, it was supposed to be eleven, but I think it was actually thirteen. It was. Um, yes, you're right. You're right. You're, you're <laughs> absolutely right. You are absolutely right. So, um, yeah, you can start this one off, Damien. While I get my thoughts together, All right. we talked about this earlier. You know, on All the phone right. on how so, I felt about this match. <laughs> All right, so this this was oddly oh, enough. By the way, like, you know, Kylie Ray did win this match. Let me make sure I put that out there. Kylie Ray won. Um, she did. eliminated uh, Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie. They went uh, 19 minutes and 20 seconds. So that's that's the finish. But yeah, go ahead, Damien. All right, so I'm a like this is also one of those ones I was like, mm, uh, I could probably fast forward through this, but I sat and watched it anyway. So, like, I wasn't expecting it to be, like, great. So it does get, like, it gets a C, like a solid C. Um, I felt like that match was, like, put on before, to kind of showcase all their women, like, show how deep their roster really is with the women's division. And it got to, like, they got to go out there and have fun. Like, they all looked like they were having a ball. And, like, the... the <laughs> It was entertaining. It, it was it was very very entertaining. Uh, darn it, I cannot remember his name right now. The hell is his name? Donnie Bravo. Yeah. Oh God, he was he. He kind of made it for me. Agreed. Yeah. Honestly, he made it for me. That was fucking hilarious. I. Uh, yeah, the first time he came out, I think I almost choked on my drink, and, and then. The second time, uh, yeah, yeah, I ended up with stitches in my side when he came out as Rosemary. I was no more good. Yeah, same, uh, same. I, I was no more good. I was the first time I was like, all right, I get it. But when he came just like Rosemary, I I lost it. Uh, so all around entertaining. Um, Kaylee Ray, you know, congratulations. But I do feel sorry for her because regardless of you know. We'll talk about it in, in a little bit, but regardless who wins that women that knockouts match, yeah, she's getting her ass whipped. Like, nope, like that's, that's exactly that's, what Don Callis said too. Yeah, that's exactly like, what he said. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm the same. It gets a it's gonna get a C solid for me because um, I like I said, no match really on this card deserves a dud because nothing was as bad as anything Tamina does. So um Facts. 
and the Impact Women's Division is tenfolds better than the AEW's Women's Division, minus Britt Baker. Um, so no match deserves a dud. But um, like I said, this match, you know, I, I'm not a big clusterfuck match guy. I hate I the only big matches I like are the you know Royal Rumble. Like even even the Survivor Series last year when they did the Triple Threat Survivor Series match, I was like, there oh is too God. many fucking people on that right. ring. <laughs> like so, um, I'm automatically turned off by it. But I, Bravo made like I said, Bravo made the match for me. I think like I have to agree with Damien. You know, this was extremely entertaining. Um, what he did when he came out as Rosemary, I yeah, I was on the floor. Okay, I I I I was I, I was on the floor, literally choking up the food that like I was eating because I was laughing so hard. Because I was like, no, he did not. And then the, Rosemary looked at him, and he just. Oh. <laughs> doing it right in front of her face and I'm like oh you bold you real bold like at that point I would have threw my own self out like fuck that but right. um but yeah I it is it, you know it's just a typical battle royal style match for me you know uh I get to see uh, nothing I, I nothing egregious to you know to the religion of wrestling happened so um <laughs> Yeah, it gets to see it gets to see for me, and like like Damien said, Kylie Ray, you know, regardless of you know who wins the knockout championship further down the line, um, she's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> this was all for nothing, pretty much. <laughs> what about Thank you, you Yeah, I'd give it a solid C. Um, I there was nothing really terribly wrong with it. I just want to know. Who was old girl that kept waving to every person who came in the ring after her? She had the pink oh, skirt on. Uh, was her, what's her name? Was her name like Angel or something? No, I don't know. No. She I got can't remember what her name is. Or was like, it Susie? It, maybe. I don't remember. I just remember like everyone like running in and like hitting her, but she like wave at them. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that. That's what got me. I get when um you know when Bravo came out as Rosemary, I was laughing too, but you know, she got me every single time because I was like she just standing right in somebody's face, like she's sitting right in Kylie Ray's face and was just like, Hi and I was like, Somebody throw her out <laughs> <laughs> And then she kept getting beat up. And yo, she kept selling too. Like she was like holding her ribs and she's just like waving at people. And I was just like, yo, I can't stop. I was laughing every time. So yeah, I thought the women's match, like it was um, the gauntlet match. I w- the only thing I was thrown off about was they're used to the word gauntlet because I'm so used to hearing WWE say that word that I thought it was going to be like a gauntlet match where like two people would start off and then a new person would come in like after a pinfall, but. Apparently that's not how they do it in Impact. So I was like, all right, well this is a pleasant surprise. You just, you know, it's a battle royal <laughs> with a pinfall in there too. So it was cool. I liked it. So, but yeah, I'll agree with you guys. We'll talk about the future match coming up <clears throat> in, a, in a little bit. All right, Idol. Um, I give it a solid. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it a C minus. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It, it, it existed. Johnny Bravo did. Make the match. I was actually on the phone with Damien when I was watching it, 
And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the, it's like, yeah, I'm on, I'm watching the women's match just starting. And, and we were chatting, we, we were talking about whatever we were talking about. And then I'll tie, you know, Ty's music hits and I'm not really paying attention. I'm doing something. Then I looked up and I was like, is that Johnny Bravo dressed as Taya? And then I just burst out laughing. <laughs> and then from that moment on, I was like, all right, let me pay attention to this. <laughs> and then when he came out as Rosemary, I was like, <laughs> I, like I love this guy. I love him. I love him. Oh my gosh, let's have him do more stupid shit like this. I love it. Right. <laughs> Say, so I, I give it a C minus. Like that. No, it wasn't terrible. You know, it was. It was a basic battle royal. It was just that. That's all it was. It was just a basic battle royal. But uh, Johnny Bravo was a excellent touch to it. Awesome. Oh, awesome. I read these girls' ass. By the way, before yes, we move she is. on, yes, no, what? she is. She's Whoa. not good at all. She's not good at all. No, I didn't say she was no, no, good. No, 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 no. He was about... talking about her actual ass. Her actual ass, not oh, her being yeah. ass. We oh, know yeah. she's that. Yes, because she's with RVD. That's why. Oh, doesn't matter. She could be like Becky Lynch, good or Charlotte, good. She'd still be ass because she's with RVD. But I was talking <laughs> about her ass herself. Why? Why? <laughs> like, like, why? Like, I, I, I hate to bring race up in this, but a white girl shouldn't be having an ass like that. that, that <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> that's that's just that's just wrong. Damn, it is not. It's not the. I won't. I, I won't agree nor disagree with said comments. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but. All right, so we'll move to the next match going down the card. Um, Impact X Division Championship match. Um, this was um, actually one of the matches that I was actually most looking forward to. Um, we all know I'm a huge Chris Bay fan. I'm wearing his shirt, you know, the ultimate finesser. Um, he actually, if you did not know, guys, he, uh, he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. He does. He follows me on Twitter. Um, His ass. I am a kiss ass. I've listened. I I have a story about Chris Bay. I was I was following Chris Bay literally years ago when he was literally unknown. Like he was wrestling in Hollywood wrestling out there in California. And I was like, oh, there's a wrestling fit in Hollywood. And I was like, there's a black guy with that's dreads. A good, that's a good show. It is a good show. I heard I haven't seen it. Is a good show. And there's a black guy with dreads, and I'm like, you know, all four of the black, you know, all four black wrestlers matter. Um, so I've been following him for literally, honestly, for a long time, and this is, you know, this is really cool because I know he's good, and I know the talent he's working with. And then when you put him against somebody like Willie Mack, and I'm like, oh, I'm ready for a wrestling orgasm. Um, so Chris Bay um, ends up winning. The Impact X Division Championship, um, 10 minutes and one second they went. Overall, the match gets a solid, it gets a B. It gets a solid B for me. Um, I feel like if they had more time, it maybe, it probably would, you know, get maybe it could be a B plus, A. Because I feel like by the time we were getting to the, by the time we were getting close to the finish, 
I could see things were starting to pick up with the match. Like it was starting to get really, really good. And that's no time that, you know, no fault to them. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, that's the way it works in wrestling. You, you know, you got a certain amount of time. So, but for the 10 minutes that they got, they put on a damn good match. And I was, I, I was literally on the edge of my seat um, just because of the fact that I was excited, you know, for this match. So, hey, gets a B for me. What about you, Justin? Uh, yeah, I'd give it a B too. Uh, I've been, I've been following Chris Bay for a while, seen him doing his thing. Same place as you, Chess. Uh, Willie Mack, I became a big fan of when he was on Lucha Underground. Yep, same. And Willie Mack is so talented. Now, I, I was talking to somebody about this one time. It's like, Willie Mack is such an athletic big man. And the only downfall for Willie Mack when it comes to him not being more well-known is that, unfortunately, it seems like every time he would get on a roll, there'd be another really athletic big man that always seemed to, like, cut him in line. Not on purpose or anything like that. They would just be like, oh, Willie Mack's doing this great thing. Oh, here's Apollo Crews. Willie Mack's doing this great thing. Oh, here's Keith Lee. You know, one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. that all, And someone was always there that got the more attention than Willie Mack. And, I, you know, I always thought that was unfortunate. But, you know, it happens. It's no fault of his own. But I hope that, you know, this show last night and this match with Chris Bay puts a spotlight on both of these guys. It shows that, hey, he's some talented dudes. Let's pay more attention to them. But I really like the match. Um, I hope that this wasn't a one-off that this leads to like a series of matches between them. Cause like you, I would love to see what they could do with more time. Uh, speaking of time, I like that you're telling us the times for this mat, these matches. Cause I, when I was watching, I was like, man, it felt like that match was really short because it was. So I hope we get to see that match again with more time. Cause I, I think they could really create something special. Cliff? Yeah. So I think they could have shortened down Moose's match by like four minutes. And giving that extra four minutes to this match. Because like you said, like the match started building up theme and it was like, bam, over. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, I'm now invested in this match, which is why I will give it a B minus. Not on anybody's fault, right? I just think that had you given more time, I think I would have been more invested into the match than I was. And I think the other part, too, was knowing that move that Chris Bay has been working on on Twitter and then seeing him try to hit it and the impact match, I was kind of disappointed a little bit because I had seen him hit it so clean before and then watching him try to hit it on Willie Mack, like he just it just it flopped. And that's why I obviously he had to do his old finisher to get it uh get it accomplished. Um it, but that's no fault to them, right? Because you're whenever you're trying something crazy, it's something's gonna happen. So B a B minus. I felt if I had more time, it probably would have been more to the B plus part. So it's no fault on them. It's just that's the way time goes. And you were telling a great story leading up to it, and then it just kind of. I felt like it's like it's like watching a. It's gonna sound fuck when I say this. It's like watching a plane crash. It was like going so well, gets the cruise control, and it's like bam, finish. And you're like, cool. Right. <laughs> Crazy enough, that's not the worst thing that anyone's ever said on this show. 
No. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is, like, that is true. That's like such an awful thing that Cliff said, but you know how it got no reaction from any of us. We're just like, oh, right, plane crash. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. I could imagine, yeah. I could imagine, like, this match was, like, the Titanic, like, right before, right as it hit the iceberg, like, get to that point where, like, yeah, sink. <laughs> Damien, what you got for this match? Um, well, considering that, uh, I just found out who both these, uh, and I'm gonna be nice, because I was gonna say something rude, but these gentlemen were... <laughs> It's it's so bad that I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But um like like I started becoming a fan of Willie Mac. I'm still, you know, new to Chris Bay, but like That's okay, because guess yeah, what? We'll get him on the show soon. Well I'm just saying, like the match was it was yeah, like you said, it was a little too short, but like I got it, if that makes any sense. Like, I know it was, like, short and abrupt, but it was, I felt like, like, going to the match, like, Willie Mack should have, he whooped his ass. Like, like hands down, that's who I thought was going to go over. I was like, yeah, this title's not totally. So, they, uh, like, they totally got me on that, and I think that's why I respect the, the quick finish. Like, okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, it was short. So, like, 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 you know, like, like Chris was saying, like, hoping that it's uh more. Like, this is not just the end of it. Like, we get we get a nice, healthy feud out of this and a nice series of matches over the X-Division Championship. So, I think that's why I was okay with it being short because, I mean, I was sucked into it. Like, I was actually in the middle of playing a video game and, and, and totally died. and was like, well, I'm not going to respawn right now. I'm going to finish watching this real quick. Because it sucked me in literally right. from the start of the bell to the to the finish. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it, it gets a solid beat. Like, so. I'm actually excited. I'm, I'm, I, uh, you know, just you know, on the Chris Bay topic. I'm glad he went to Impact, and you know, and not same. Just yeah, same. it looks like he. It looks like he's 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 able to find himself. Right. I feel like I feel like, like if he went anywhere else. W. Yeah, anywhere else, I feel like he would have got lost in the shuffle. Agreed. I honestly feel like, and he would have just become just another guy. But like, Impact was the perfect place for him to shine and show, you know, what he can do both in and out of the ring. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like anywhere else he would have gotten that opportunity, except for maybe Ring of Honor. He would have got the show. I, I, I was just about to say that. I but was just that's about to out of the ring. But out of the ring, I don't feel like it would have. He would have got the the opportunity to showcase his personality. So impact was the perfect place for him to go to get the best of both worlds and not get lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, you know, I thought about that after I was like, I'm glad he's on impact. You know, I remember there was a whole deal of, um, before he signed his contract impact, it was a, where he's going to go, uh, type of deal. And, um, I'm glad he is an impact and Hey, my man got his, got his first title. Uh, that's the X Division title, which is a very illustrious title. So yes, it is. Kudos I'm glad to awesome you. people had that. Exactly, like my favorite wrestler AJ Styles. But moving on, you know. Go. Congrats to the ultimate finesse, Chris Bay. I'm ignoring Damian Fatal on that one. 
Um, you better not. I will here we check go. You out. So this next match. Oh man, hit this next match. All right. <laughs> we had a tag team match for the Impact Tag Team Championship match. We had the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, um, winning against Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. They went. 15 minutes and 56 seconds. Uh, Idol, you can start on this one. Okay. I am a huge fan of the North. Uh, specifically, Ethan Page. Ethan Page was, when I started getting into indie, indie wrestling, like following it on a regular basis, he was one of the first people I gravitated to. Because in Evolve, he had this big feud with Johnny Gargano. So he, for a while there, he was my favorite independent wrestler. Uh, Josh Alexander, I didn't know too much about. Now nah, I'm going to be real until they formed this tag team. And they gel so well as a unit that for a while I, in my head, I was like, man, this, this is the best tag team that nobody knows about. I, everyone talks about FTR, and FTR is fantastic. But I feel like the North is right there on their heels. Like, the North, they said bad, dude. They can go. Um, I have a soft spot in my heart for Ken Shamrock. I was waiting for that. I was waiting I re- for that. I, re- I really do. I was, I, waiting for, a, I was waiting for the love letter to Ken Shamrock I, to I re- the show. I really do. I, I, <laughs> I love Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Dude's still in great shape, too. I hope I look like that when I'm his age. Um... I thought we lost Ken Shamrock last night. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I, mean, the, I guess the match, get, match gets a C for me. I'll put it that way. I, I thought Ken Shamrock died on pay-per-view. When he dove over the rope and he, like, clipped his foot. Yeah. Right? And I, and I realized the spot was they were supposed to move, and he just went, like, do-doom-boom-boom onto the floor. <laughs> and I, I was like, Shamrock just died on pay-per-view. We just watched this old man die <laughs> on pay-per-view. And it wasn't even a spectacular death. That's a terrible way to go. You know, I could see if he like had a you know a nice undertaker blunder where he does the spectacular dive and then just crashes head first. It was like that and he died, you know. But no, that's terrible. That would have been an awful he spot tripped. to die. He tripped. <laughs> <laughs> he tripped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's in true Shamrock fashion, because that's exactly how that spot would have went if he did that when he was thirty. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, 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 Shamrock man, definition of unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But the real, you know, the real talking point of that is the aftermath of the match. With the setup to the match, I I think it's safe to say we're all really looking forward to that. Motor City Machine Guns versus the North. Facts. I think, I'll make a bold prediction. Make a bold prediction here, guys. All right. I think the North versus Motor City Machine Guns is going to be better than FTR versus the Young Bucks whenever that happens. Bold prediction. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Uh, you know, uh, 
We'll so I'm calling it a, I'm calling it a bold prediction because I know that's yeah, no, awesome. I, I that sounds you. like whoa, huh? but I think I, I I got that feeling that I just I just feel that like I, I feel it. Cause these dudes, not, you know all what? four I'm dudes, not, I'm, go. That's not too far off. I, I'm not. You're, you're, it's not too far off. I can see that happening as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see that. But um, so yeah. Uh, I got. I go. So this tag match right here, guys. So I told Damien this as well when I talked to him earlier. Um, this match would have been so much better if I didn't realize Ken Shamrock was old. <laughs> Ken Shamrock looks fucking jacked as shit. Okay, for when they have the wide shot. But when you give me a close up of that man's face, I'm like, oh my god, why the fuck he looks so old? And it was it was driving me insane because it just didn't match up. No, it's a weird visual. You're it right. Is. He's and only old was, from the neck up. Right. Bro, it was I was when I was watching it this morning, I was literally going crazy. Like I thought like you would have thought I was tripping on drugs. How bad like my anxiety was going. Because they I'm looking at this it. man and he's just <laughs> My man got triceps. He got traps. <laughs> he got biceps and pecs and, and abs and muscles on top of muscles. And and I'm and looking at this man's face and he just looked. <laughs> <laughs> and gray hair. You know what? While we're here, I'm going to look up how old Kim Cham- Ken Shamrock is because I'm not sure. Because it was just, but like, it was driving me insane. Um, and I. He probably, uh, I don't care how old he is. He looks old as shit in the face. Regardless of how <laughs> All right. You ready? You want me to, t- you, you guys ready? How old yeah. Ken Shamrock is 56. Good gracious, man. How oh, he's old like that. He's only 16 years older than me? Yeah. Yeah, Ken, Ken Shamrock is 56 years old. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. But, like, hey, look, the match wasn't yeah. bad, guys. Like, the match was, uh, wasn't bad. It gets a C plus. Um, it's just, that was bothering me the whole time. <laughs> like every time, like, and then, you know, I wanted to bring up that spot as well. I was like, oh man, that's what you know, guys. That's when at that point, Ken Shamrock knew it was time to hang it up. <laughs> because yeah, I thought he died as well. I, I did too. I'm, I'm like, oh my God, the old man died. <laughs> so I said, I hope they have a pacemaker and like, <laughs> Uh, something to bring I, I thought he I thought he died. I did I, I thought he died as well. <laughs> um the North is amazing. Um as always. I I've I've seen a couple matches of the North and I've never seen a bad match about the North. A bad match that the North has had. Um I never have anything to nitpick with them. Usually, you know me, I always find something to nitpick about something. But with the North, I can never find anything to nitpick with. And um, I agree. Um, I can't wait to see the North versus the Motor City Machine Gun on Tuesday. And I wouldn't shock me if we see uh, a tag team title change on Tuesday, to be completely honest, and, and see like a good series between the North and Motor City Machine Guns. Right. I mean, I think that'd be that. I think right now, off the heels of a of a real good pay per view with on uh, you know, Slamversary, I think that'd be good to you know to come off of this off this pay per view. Let's do a like a best of series with these with the Motor City Machine Gun in the North. 
No one's doing that as far as tag team wise. You wanted something. something there. Like, I mean, we can talk. I was going to bring it up later in the show. We can, you know, but we can talk about it right now. Um, Slammiversary, they were already saying that this is probably, they already uh, reported big buys for this pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very it, was best, it was their biggest buy rate they'd had in a long time. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, why not? You know, I just yeah, I'm really good. I'm really excited for Impact after this show. But uh, go ahead, um, Cliff. What you got for oh. this? <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna be the one that like y'all gonna be incredibly mad at. So for the first time ever seeing the North, right? I'm not. A, I wasn't aware of who they were. I I know I've heard you guys talk about them. I've heard other people talk about them. I'm not gonna lie. I was disappointed. And I, I don't want to give this a dud, but I'm going to. Only oh, because, what? You're giving a dud? Yeah. It just didn't do anything for me. Like, the match just didn't. And, and it's, okay, so let me, let me caveat how I'm going to say this, right? So it's the first time I'm seeing the North, right? And everybody's talked about how great they are and stuff. But to be fair, it has nothing to do with the North. It has to do with the fact that there's a 56-year-old man who still thinks he's 25, who's still trying to do crazy stuff in a ring. He got lost numerous times in the match. That's a fact. He did. You can tell, yeah. like, he just – he got lost. He had eight – he had, like, eight different moves that he was trying to do, and he just didn't hit him clean. I'm not a fan of – I'm not a fan, really, that much of Sammy Callahan. I really – it just – again – it's just me personally, like, does his character doesn't do anything for me. I don't oh, react to it when I see I him. I love that asshole, Sammy Callahan. He's an asshole. It's just... Wow, it's, I didn't mention Sammy Callahan at all in my neither, neither one yeah. of you did. Wow. I'm not a fan either, Cliff. Just he didn't book. do I, shit. I, here's the thing. I, I, you know, I don't want to cut Cliff off, but I will say this. He, Sammy was literally a non-factor in that match. It's just like okay. he was there. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Literally, all it was was the North and Kim Shamrock was all to that match, and it, okay. and it, it was just I don't know. To me, like I said, like the match just had a lot of hiccups and stuff. And like I mentioned it, I mentioned it earlier, and I was like, you know, I'm just it wasn't it wasn't for me. And that's it's I I want to give the North like a fair shot. So when I see them with another tag team that's elite or like on a great level, like you know, we'll see on Tuesday. <laughs> you said elite. I did. <laughs> um, but when, when we see him with like Moda City Machine Guns, right? That's what I mean by elite. I don't mean the elite, okay? Although we could all be elite. Anyway, so Motor City Machine Guns. Um, I, I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see. I want to see the North versus like right. the Brothers. You know, I I want to see those matches because like I want to really grade these guys fairly versus saying, well, you know, it it must be them. Right, because I wasn't, and I'll bring up a, a perfect example. I wasn't a fan of the revival. Like when I saw them show up on Raw and or SmackDown was it SmackDown or Raw that they beat the New Day, I was like, nah, that was Raw. I was like, they're they're cool, whatever. Like they're just not doing it for me. But then I went back and watched their match with DIY, and I watched them with uh, American Alpha, and I was like, I was wrong. Like I love these guys. And then to see them do all their stuff, I was like, okay, cool. So that's why I feel the same way with the North. I'm like. If everybody keeps holding a high regard to that, then I'm going to give them a fair shot and watch like at least four or five of their matches before I say, you know what, like mm, I'm I'm just not into them. So, unfortunately for me, man, like I said, Sammy Kanheim being a non-factor, Ken Shamrock getting lost, and in the North, 
like trying their best to like carry the match. I was like, eh, it is what it is, man. Dud it up for me. It's okay, Cliff. I'll slide you some North matches. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. Well, even if you do though, even if you do slide me matches, it does not take away from the fact that I thought this match was a dud. Oh no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I just gotta, you know, we gotta show you, you know, what the North can do. <laughs> yeah, like, and so, so I'll tell you yeah. this though. I wanted to call the, I like, and I, you know, I wanted to call this match a dud. I really did. But I took in the fact that Kim Shamrock is old as fuck. I took that in, into effect and I, I, I was, I was nice. Cause I, I will, I will, I'll review you though, Cliff. That's not like, fair what? though. It's Go not. No, I'll, I want you to finish your point. I'm gonna tell you why it's not fair. Well, no, okay, so okay. I will say this. I'll say this because I know the North, like I said, I've seen the North matches, and I know it wasn't the North's fault. And I just feel, and I know Sammy Callahan can work. We've seen Sammy work. I just felt like it was just Kim, you know, it was just, he was just that small piece. It's like, like the one piece of the puzzle that you can't find, and you're like looking everywhere for that one fucking piece to complete the whole picture. That's what Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock was that one fucking piece that you've lost, you know, throughout putting out, you know, this 250-piece puzzle that delivers this beautiful picture. So that's why I gave it, you know, I didn't give it the done. I gave it the C plus because, you know, it's just one puzzle piece. You see most of the picture. But I, I but I, but with you, what you, all your points you were making though. It's absolutely right. Ken Shamrock was lost as fuck. He was lost in the fucking sauce, like shit. <laughs> and on top of the fact that my anxiety was bugging the fuck out because he looks like, you know, you know, like a fucking sculpture. And his face looks like, you know, he, you know, been through like a whole life work of like bullshit throughout his 56 years of living. <laughs> So well, he has been through 56 years of bullshit. You should look into his backstory whenever you get a chance. Right. Then you'll understand why he looks that way. And see, exactly. the thing is, it's like, I like, okay, so I like Ken Shamrock, like, as a person, right? I know his story. I, I know about the group homes that he grew up in. I know about Ken Shamrock's UFC career. I follow mm-hmm. it very closely. I know about his first WWE run. I remember that run. I remember when he went back to MMA. Like, I know, like, I know the story. And so when I see him in these matches, I'm like, bro, it's you, man. And you talk about, like, <laughs> he's... It's it's not even that he's missing. Okay, so let's say like we had like a fifty set puzzle piece, right? You said that he was that missing puzzle piece. No, bro, he was missing several puzzle pieces. <laughs> like, That's why I said two hundred fifty like, pieces. All right, and, but my problem too was that looking at the picture, I was like, yo, I feel like that should be a cloud there, and that should be like the horse's tail, but I really can't tell because I don't know what the fuck is <laughs> going on with this picture. <laughs> That's why I said 250 pieces, not 50 pieces. And he's missing 50 pieces in the puzzle, okay? <laughs> oh, poor Kenny. He's missing Bad part is, of the puzzle. Bad piece. part is, he's just as good now as he was 20 years ago. It was the same story. He just looked a lot less old. <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, though, WWE had like a good idea of like how to hide like his weaknesses. So oh, yeah, they just had him like yeah. be insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stand up on the... I don't know anybody who stands on, like... He would just, you know, he would... Steps. Ah! I love shit. <laughs> like, 
and put people in that. And he had, he's Shamrock has the best looking ankle lock. I just want to put that out there too. Yeah, I can agree with he, that. His ankle lock looked like it would fucking shatter you. Like, yeah, best ankle lock. Then Kurt second, and Hager should stop trying. All right, so David, you got did you give your uh, your points? No, I didn't. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so the, all right, I, can share. So I had to, I, like, after I had to really, really think about this one because, like, I enjoyed the match for what it was, kinda. I mean, because I like the North, like, I I fucked with the North, but like. Yeah, it got ruined for me because Sammy Callahan. He he just looks like he needs to take a bath. He, he really needs to take a bath. Well, he's from Ohio, so. Yeah, that explains a lot. That's why I can't stand that. Fuck him in Ohio. Anyway, with that being said, um, I, God, it was the match was like so confusing. Uh. Yeah, right. Shamrock looked like he was lost. I mean, like, he looked amazing, but especially towards the end, it was just like he got, it was like he had an old man moment. Like, Alzheimer's kicked in right then and there. <laughs> like, oh shit, I was supposed to do, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that. And then, like, when he crashed and burned, it was almost like he forgot that he was going to die. It was like, oh yeah, I'm going to die. Hold on, what am I going to do? And then, yeah. So, I'm going to have to agree with Cliff. This is a dud. It was wow. very disappointing. He's like, I didn't want to give it a dud. Pieces. Like, I didn't want to give it a dud, but, like, actually, like, really thinking about it, it was like, it wasn't the North's fault. Like, I, I will say that. It was like, they were, they were trying to make shit into chicken salad. Yeah. And it still tastes like shit. Yeah, that's 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 it, it was it was very sloppy. It, it just it got like the beginning of it was good. It was almost like Ken Shamrock got concussed like Goldberg. <laughs> oh yes, yes it was. Well <laughs> then, I will agree with that. Like I, 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 I hate to be. Were they in Saudi Arabia? I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It might have been. No, they were in Nashville. Weren't they? Weren't they in Nashville? Oh, it's hot in Nashville too. Somebody yeah. got heat stroke before that match. They're on a. It was all. It was all the lights. On a it was all stage. those lights. <laughs> well, you see all those lights they had during the match. Yeah, listen, I've been uh, on okay. stage. Okay, true. No, stage lights do get hot. You're right. You said, "Ooh, buddy." You try doing a dance number in front of them in front of life like that, man. Hey, listen, <laughs> after like, yesterday, I feel like pounds. I can survive any heat. Right after yesterday? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You said you, said you were doing a number while you were in front of lamps? <laughs> well, the next match that was on the card. It's like, what job rule song were you singing? Right. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> God damn it! Shut up! Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. Every job rule song I have on my phone. <laughs> you know, make me hate the man. Gosh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, take it easy, Mr. Podcast host. Right? Jeez. 
I mean, you can put it on me. It's fine. I don't care. Shit. Try to conduct a good show about a good show. And anyway, the next match that happened on this wonderful show. Um, good God. So we had the uh, Impact Knockout Championship match. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace. And they went 15 minutes and 12 seconds. And we have a new Impact Knockout World Champion, and that is Deanna Perrazzo. Um, I loved everything about this match, y'all. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie to y'all. I love this match. Like, I love, I like, I love Jordan Grace. I, I've I followed her for for a good little minute now, and I've seen some of her work, and I love her. <laughs> Deanna Prazo, eh? It took me a while to get, you know, to get it, but I got it, and this match was just. This is a really good match. So it gets an A. Like it just gets a solid A from me. I really enjoyed it. I'm happy that uh Deanna got her title. Um her title win, her first it's her first uh title win, if I'm not mistaken. And just this the whole circle, I guess, of her story came full, you know, came around and I'm happy for her. So I, I this match gets an A for me. I really I don't have not I really don't have a bad thing to say about this match. I really don't. So Yep, you get the A for me. What about you, Damien? So before I give this rating, uh, everybody did hear that she did her time up in Stanford, right? Yeah, y'all, y'all heard that Stanford, remark, right? Stanford Supermax. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's just make sure everybody heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah we, I heard that shot. But, but uh, it gets a solid A. Like, yeah, man, they, like that. Yeah, they freaking killed it. <laughs> that um, was so good. Like, you know, I've seen some of Jordan Grace's stuff, especially in Impact, like, checking out Impact there and there. I didn't see her beforehand, but, like, her debut and up to her winning the title, like, she was doing her thing. Um, I knew about Deanna Perrazzo, but I never got a chance to see her, like, like really do her thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, last night, man, they, they, yeah, they wilded right there. Like, that's one of those that I can watch it back again, like right after it was over. Like they, they were hitting harder than some of the men. Yeah, they, 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 they were fucking each other up. You would have thought somebody stole somebody's man. <laughs> but uh, like I got, I can I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about the match. Besides, I think. Deanna Perazzo looked like she gained some quarantine weight. So okay, so I wasn't the only one that thought that. I thought I was. I <laughs> no, thought I was, no, no, no. Because the last time I saw her, she was like a lot smaller than that. <laughs> I thought I was. But it didn't crazy. look bad though. It didn't look. No, it didn't look bad on her. But you could yeah, tell that. Uh, right. I, yeah. I was like, hmm. She don't. I don't remember her looking but, like that. But her being thicker though made her hits more believable. True. Like her being a little bit bigger. Like it, I feel like it made me believe in what she was dishing out and taking more believable. Mm-hmm. And then when she locked on that submission, it was believable that she could make Jordan Grace like tap out because that's a big girl. Yeah, that's a yeah. big strong girl. 
Mm-hmm. And she hits hard too. So it was Jordan Grace any day of the week, though. It it made it made it believable. Like they that whole story, it was believable. So Yeah, I'd take a power bomb from Jordan Grace any day of the week. I bet ah. you would. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you guys. I loved uh, this match. Uh, give it a solid A as well. Um, we all on point today. Yeah, I, one, one of my favorite parts was the fact that the storytelling was that Diana Peraza was going after uh, Jordan's power and just, like, taking her weapons away. And I just loved, uh, loved like, this, just the direction of, like, hey, I'm just going to keep aiming at her hand. And I, I, really did like, I really did like her match. I think it's funny how you guys brought up about... Uh, how she looked a little thicker. She actually mentioned that. I don't know if you guys um, listened oh, to the, yeah, the Chris Van Vliet uh, interview she did. She talked about that, that she, because WWE, well, the Stanford yeah. Supermax, yeah. Um, <laughs> they they wouldn't utilize, they weren't utilizing her and kept saying that she wasn't uh, ready. So she, the more she kept hearing she wasn't ready, she started to like, just kind of withdraw and just kind of like not do as much as she wanted to. So, she says she knows that she gained some weight and that she when she got released she started trying to get back into shape. So seeing her like, yeah, she's definitely she definitely uh she's acknowledged it, but she did look really good though, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and it did and it right. did make me believe yeah. that she was like putting more power into her hit. So I yeah. definitely felt it. And I loved I loved the way she finished the match too. And where right. Jordan Jordan really couldn't tap either and she just had to keep saying she's like, I give, I give, I give and like it was cool, man. So it's definitely much appreciated. I think it was funny. I heard someone say earlier today too that uh, it's great to see that Impact is putting a title on another person who couldn't make it in WWE, which is not fair to say because Perazzo actually got her start at Impact. I know that much yeah. about her, but I really appreciated it. I like seeing her, and a hey, shout out to the Virtuosa. I like it. All right, Idol, what you got? All right, let me tell y'all something, okay? I like my women the way I like my oatmeal. <laughs> and Deanna Peraza was looking like my breakfast. <laughs> now I got that out the way. I give the match an A. <laughs> tell me he did not just say that. Yes, oh, he I did. Said, oh, I said it. I was like, ooh, is that a bowl of Quaker oats in the ring? Oh, no, that's <laughs> Deanna Peraza. But so what you're I give the match an A. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> I give the match an A. Uh, they told a beautiful story. They had a beautiful match. Um, I've seen a little bit of Deanna's stuff on the indies, but this was the first time that I really got to see her in an element where she could really sink her teeth into not just a match, but also a story. And to Cliff's point, that finish, that finish was just, I I love the little things about wrestling. And that was one of those moments where the little things Mm -hmm. make it. Because it's one thing to just tap. But to be, because it was a logical finish. Like, she was stuck. There was no way that she could get out. If Taz was there, that was the moment to throw in the towel. But that's not right. what we're talking about here. Jordan <laughs> <laughs> no, Grace shot, 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 shot. She was shot. stuck. Jordan <laughs> Grace was stuck. She knew she was stuck. She knew there was nothing she could do. 
it was one of those where there's nothing she could do and she just had to tap she had to say i i give up i give up and i was like that's beautiful that was beautiful props to both of those girls man yep. they yep. I think Deanna Perrazzo is now my favorite women's wrestler. I think that match last night, that was, that was, I, I, I can't say enough good things about it. That's one of those matches that you go back and watch. Yeah. You know, sometimes you see a good match and you're like, oh, that was a really good match. And you, you know, you'll never really think about it ever again. But I think this is one of those matches that will now stand the test of time that people will refer back to for like years to come. So props to both those ladies. They 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 tore it down. It it was something I probably should have mentioned too, which like credit to you, Chris, for saying this. But it was the fact that Deanna Praza had Jordan Grace on her belly, pulling back her arms, forcing the tap, versus like having her sideways where like Jordan yeah. was done like a funky finish. Like I loved just that that much detail into a match. I was like, yo, I'm hyped about this. Yeah, she had a stuck stuck. <laughs> yeah, she was here like, oh god, I can't move. <laughs> like if I move the wrong way, there goes my there goes my my, my collarbone, my elbow, my bicep, my forearm. She had her stuck stuck. It was beautiful. It was a it was a beautiful work of art. That whole entire match from beginning to end. Facts. Fucking facts. So, talking about beautiful pieces of art, we got to move on to the main event of Slammiversary, um, which originally was a convoluted mess. Uh, you know, you know, Tessa Blanchard being the uh, Impact World Champion at said time, but she got shit. she got the boot, and you know the title was vacated. So. Um, it was originally a fatal five way to start out with, then it turned into a four way, and then it came back to being a fatal five way by the end of it. Um, it's an elimination match for the vacant Impact World Championship. Uh, Ace Austin, Trey, uh, Eddie Edwards, and the mystery superstar was Rich Swan. But, who was in crutches? Who was in crutches earlier? Exactly. He was on crutches earlier. He was on crutches earlier. Rich Swan was the was the surprise superstar. But lo and behold, twelve o'clock hit, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday morning, and uh, that ninety day uh, you know complete clause means uh, jack shit anymore. So with that being said, Eric Young returned. To uh, I would you know I'll say he returned home, yeah. and he placed himself in that match, and it became a fatal five way elimination match for the uh, Impact Championship. Um, they went twenty four minutes and twenty five seconds, and we were guaranteed a new Impact World Champion no matter which way it went, and the new Impact World Champion is Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards defeated Ace Austin, Trey, Rich Swan, and Eric Young to become the new Impact World Champion. Um, this match for me, I, I I really did 
enjoy this match. And it gets an A minus for me. It does. It gets an A minus. Uh, I didn't think Eddie Edwards was going to win. My my pick, I really thought they were going to give it to Ace Austin. Um, I don't know what it is about Ace Austin, but this will be a uh, inside joke. But Ace Austin reminds me of AJ Shadows, and not in a good way. <laughs> but uh, I. But anyway, back to the TikTok. point. My point. I thought Ace Austin was going to win the belt. Uh, he was my um, he was my pick to win. So I was actually shocked that he didn't win. But um, I'm glad Eddie Edwards won. But this was this was really good. Um, the Impact had to do something. Um, they had to do something with you know, especially with the whole Tesla situation. And I guess you can kind of call this a reset. I guess you can call this this slam anniversary the reset button. I guess in a sense for the yeah. Impact and and a whole because you know we got all this new talent coming in. Um, it's just and you know the, you know behind the scenes stuff. Is changing, so uh, Eddie Edwards is a good pick, and, and I'm happy for Eddie Edwards becoming Impact World Championship, and that's why um, it gets an A minus for me, man. It, like everything was just everything flowed in the match. Um, each spot, it didn't seem like it was just spot, you know, spot monkey addiction, as uh, a certain broken one would say. So. Um, <laughs> It gets yeah, it gets an A, it gets an A minus for me. I really enjoyed the main event. Uh, what about you, Cliff? There was somebody else that was in this Fatal Five Way match that was supposed to be there but got removed. Uh, yes, the wrong person that one. Elgin. <laughs> I think Elgin was originally supposed to be in that match. Yes. Yes. Was it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Elgin. Yeah, yeah, I think Elgin. he was gonna win actually. Yeah. I think he I was think gonna actually win the he whole pro- thing. He probably was. Yeah, that's why I was like, I know there was somebody else that was supposed to be in this match who got cut too, because that's why they had the special special person coming yeah. in. It was really cool. You know, it's funny because especially with me predominantly being like AEW and WWE as well as um, just now really hard, more, getting more hardcore into New Japan. Um, it was kind of a nice flush. Don't, just... don't, 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 don't not say that you don't watch NWA Power. I know it's not on anymore, but you were watching that too. Yeah, well, no, here's the point. Here's, here, I was watching that hardcore. I really did. Yeah, but it me and you were all talking every Tuesday about that. Damn you, Billy. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> in the words of one of my friends, oh, Billy. Um, so here's the, here's the, here's the issue I, I thought was really kind of cool is seeing Rich Swan, seeing Eric Young, right? It kind of felt like I was watching this blending of like WWE talent mixing in with. Uh, impact talent and it kind of made me it drew me more into the match because I, I grew attached to other wrestlers i had no idea who eddie edwards was i'll be honest and to see him wrestle on the show they were talking they, they put him over it was like he was a former impact champion tag champ you know x division champ like he had all the accolades so definitely seeing him in the match i was like okay cool so there's someone i can kind of get attached to seeing ace is like the new guy that they're talking about i started like kind of liking him a little bit i like i i was i'm a huge fan of rich Swan. I know he's done some terrible things in the past, but still uh, very much I like watching him wrestle. And then um, and seeing Eric Young, and I was like, oh, you mean the dude that never got booked on the main roster uh, for WWE? Yeah, I really Thanks. liked him in NXT. So 
I'm definitely gonna love watching him do his thing again back at uh, back at Impact. So seeing all those guys together, man, it was just it was a it was a I'll call it I'll call it this. It was a beautiful mix of talent that I got to watch. And for me, I would give the match a B plus because I got to see so many different aspects of something get changed, and I was definitely appreciative of it. Damien? Um, so I have to give it to Impact. That was a nice uh, recovery for them to be able to fix that, put some new talent in there, like, you know, yeah. Trey and uh, and uh, Ace Austin, which, like I said, I like the Rascals. Like, Trey is actually, I, I like his fire, his energy, very yeah. emotional. I love yeah. that. And uh, from a supervillain to a to another hill, Ace Austin is, is, is doing a beautiful thing. Like, I love his hill work. Like, like even I want to smack him in the face. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I love that. Like, he, he just got a smackable face. That Just that look that he has on his face. But he's clever and amazing in the ring. Um, Eddie Edwards, I fuck with him hard. I, you know, from when he was tagging up uh, with, uh, was it Davey? What the hell is it? It's sad that he's better than his tag team partner. That's horrible. <laughs> What's his tag team partner's name again? Uh, I don't. What was Eddie Edwards' tag team partner name? Davey Richards. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That guy. Um, but no, nah, I- I'm happy for Eddie. Good job. Um, it was all believable to put like the real up and coming young guy with the vet was like a beautiful thing. Uh, the little story between possibly Eric Young and Rich Swan. Yeah, you know that that was cool. Rich Swan coming back after breaking his leg like that it kind of reminded me of me when I broke my leg going into madness. Like that was fast because I know that break was worse than what I did. So that like having that surprise, amazing. He looked amazing. Looked like he hadn't missed a step, actually. Um and of course, you know, EY, he's always phenomenal. And I'm happy that he's actually back home. Like I was actually upset that he went to NXT. Like I feel like he should have never left Impact. I get why he did at the time, but yeah, Impact is his home. That that's where that man belongs. So all in all, it gets uh, it gets an A minus for me. It was it was an it was a good match. Um, nothing really wrong with it. I'm not a big multi man guy kind of match. Like it's not my thing, um, especially when it's elimination because I feel like it takes too long. If it was one fall to a finish, it could have probably got a solid A for me. But yeah. All right, Idol, what you got, man? Main event. All right, so the main event, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an A minus. Give it an A minus. Uh, it was very, very enjoyable. Uh, I was happy to see Rich Swan back. Rich Swan is one of my one of my favorites. Super immensely talented dude. So I'm glad that he's back in the fold. Uh, Ey, genuine surprise. I agree. Impact is his home. That's where he's best suited. That's where he's gonna shine the brightest. Um, uh, the elimination style, 
match, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I think elimination style is actually better than one fall to the finish because it just it gets it gets the ring less cluttered as the match goes on. You can tell more of a story. Uh, I don't know if I. I guess before all the uh, immense changes to the match, I think I probably would have picked Elgin to win. So going into this new revamp match, I didn't know. I I, I didn't know who was going to come out on top. I was kind of leaning towards Ace Austin because they've been giving him a lot of play on the show. Yeah, that's what I think. As the sleazy, slimy heel, like he he won me over when he was trying to fuck Eddie Edwards' wife. Yeah, that right. Story and that, right. that that won me over. And then, <laughs> that was great. And then when he was trying to hook up with Trey's mom, oh god, the next oh. I was oh. all <laughs> that was great. <laughs> like, a strong uh, part of me wanted Ace yeah, no, Trey's mom is hot. I'd hook up with her. I'm just saying, what? <laughs> what? Shout out to Trey's mom. Trey's shout mom, out if you listen to the show, yeah, shout out. Hit me up Damien, on my Instagram. Damien and Chris Idol say hey. Yeah, hit me up my Instagram <laughs> or, or my or my Twitter. DM me. I got you. I'm telling all your wives. <laughs> I'll tell my wife too. It's okay. I'm gonna get shot once we're done recording. Mine's right here. <laughs> I'll tell my wife. Uh, I got no problems. You want me to call her in real quick? <laughs> But all in all, I'm happy that Eddie won. Eddie has been putting in that work. I was not an Eddie Edwards fan at first. I liked Davey Richards more. Uh, Eddie Edwards has slowly, very slowly, grown on me. So now I can say that I'm happy that he won. I, I think he probably was the most deserving person in that match. So kudos to Eddie. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, where they go with this? Because they've lined up. There's a lot of people that he can go up against now. If we're being honest, yeah, it is. They they set the table real nice with Slammiversary for potential contenders. Uh, I think it's going to lead to. I think Moose is going to be the one to take it from him. Probably. I, I, I guess. I think that's. I guess. I don't know when. Maybe Bound for Glory, but I think Moose is going to be the one to take it from him, and then that's going to be Moose's big moment. But jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to say this was a, this was all in all was a good show. Like, yeah, I, man. like all I, around, it's pretty solid. I feel like I feel like we're gonna do a disservice to people if we don't tell them about all the cameos that were made throughout the whole entire that is show. True. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. True. So because well, I definitely want to bring up yeah, yeah, I definitely want to bring up the second best insult of the entire night, which was done to Heath Miller, who showed up at Slammiversary, where I don't even know dude's name, but he low-key told him, the last time you were in a title match, you didn't last very long. And I was like, oh, that's I fucked know, right? up. That was, that was low. That was low. That was fucked. That um, was low. That's why he deserved the hands. Yeah, I would have gave him the hands, too. He got the hands. He got the hands for that. He was like, "All right, well, if you gonna say that, I'm gonna give you this." I'm like, I'm like, I'm liking this new Heath though. I think he can shine here. 
Like, yeah. I think I think he's gonna do good and big things. Like he deserves it, man. He he's been grinding. I honestly, yeah. you know, since we're talking about Heath, I want him to go back with Rhino and um, you know, as a tag team. I really that'd enjoyed be, him as a that'd team. be fun. Oh god, yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. Like I, when they first hooked up as a tag team in WWE, um, I was like, eh. But it grown on me, as you know, as all things do. If it's really good, it grows on you, and it grown on me. And I was, yeah. I was happy when they won the tag belts. And right. I really do want them to be a tag team in Impact. Like I don't want Heath to, I don't want Heath to work singles yet. I want him to first start out in a tag team with Rhino, and then let them two do a program first. You know, before he sets out on his own. But let them do a tag yeah. team. Let us see that, like, because that's yeah. that shit's entertaining. That shit's yeah, entertaining. Yeah, them two, they're, them they're two together. together. Yeah, like, they really are. They have, they like, gel. very well. Like, very, yeah. very well. Like, they gel for to be two completely opposite, all, you know, all on the spectrum. Heath and Rhino work really fucking well. So yeah, I really do. would love to yeah. see that. But yeah. As far as the cameo is concerned, this was literally like, you know, the Wrestling Avengers uh, ending. Right. Well, so that's what Slammiversary was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, we could also talk, like, right towards the end of the main event, we had the good return of the Good Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Kind of mentioned earlier. That was definitely really cool. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, man, my favorite one came at the very end of the show when we just saw the three get scraped down the middle and we saw EC3 on Impact. So I'm definitely excited. That was great. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, you know, he wasted alcohol and a and a glass, but I mean, you know, can't be all winners. And that's another good example of uh, someone going back home. Yeah, yeah. Like he was better off at Impact. I think EC3's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. EC3, I hated him at Impact. Oh, buddy, and you can ask you can ask Idol here. Back when Ethan Carter the Third was a thing, I used to call him every other week to bitch about. Oh my God, I hate <laughs> this white piece of shit. It's That's true. Really, That's true. I would he say that every other you know what, though? WT was doing his job exactly, exactly, and that's why. And that's <laughs> why I was happy. That's why I was happy when he came to WWE. Because I'm like, oh, you got this fucking heel, you know, like this fucking heat magnet. And they fucking dropped the ball. They totally did. Numerous times. So I was very disappointed in that. Because, you know, he, he, because he even, I remember when he first went to WWE, he had said something like he was just going on a leap of faith. You know, like it was just to, you know, to see what the fuck happens. And I really, you know, he didn't get, he didn't get, he didn't get his due. Um, so See, here's I'm, the thing. It was weird. His NXT run, his NXT run was okay, but I think everybody knew. It was like, yeah, all right, he's in NXT because that's what you do. You go to NXT. But yeah. we were like, he's going to be, he's going to be that one. I thought he was going to be like Elias. NXT run is okay, but you hit your stride on the main roster. Because to me, the EC3 character, I was like, yeah, oh, Vince was on the main roster. That's that's yeah. a main roster character. Vince would be all over that. Especially I'm like, plus EC3's got the look. He's got he's yeah. got everything that Vince like. So I was really baffled that he did nothing. Like yeah. nothing yeah. came. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Like, that was just a strange mystery. Like he got no like, like no play at all. Reason. Yeah, for some reason he just got lost. He didn't even couple. get bad creative. <laughs> he didn't no. Get shit. Right, no and, that's, and that's the crazy thing about it. Yeah, he didn't get bad creative. Like, I like, feel, I, it's you like know, they I'm didn't even try. Upset. 
I'll be more accepting yeah. the fact that if he got bad creative. Right? Same, but it's they did not like he didn't do anything. He got he didn't even get a fair shake. No. He got no didn't yet. So, I think like, I think he, what really he, threw me he off too like, somebody's cornflakes. That's what it was. Had yeah, to. I, think, I think the one thing that really threw me off with EC3 and WWE was um it was just like they they blamed all of John, like Dean Ambrose. Like Dean Ambrose going away, they blamed it all on EC3. Like it was his fault like that people weren't booing Dean Ambrose even though everybody knew what WWE was doing and that's why they were cheering for Dean and then WWE had to change their tune but they blamed EC3 saying that he couldn't get mock or Dean's heat like to go any higher since so they pretty uh, much buried EC3 on that. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. But I'm glad to see him on the impact and I like his his promos that he's been cutting like outside Oh yeah, of that. they've been amazing. He's on fire, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is. And, and 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 that cameo that he did at the end of the show you know him. He yeah. didn't say, he didn't say a, a, a single word. Not a damn thing. That look. And it made a statement. It made a statement, though. He did the yeah, EC3 did. look. Like, <laughs> you know that listen, that EC3 look like, where it's like this, right? And he's just like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so perfect, Cliff. Wait a minute. <laughs> that, that was extremely perfect. perfect. Do it again. Do it. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. I'm sorry. It was just like this has to be a clip for the social media. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta do with my. I gotta do with my. I'll do it without the hat. That way it looks clean. Three, three for three. You see three. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh. I love it. I fucking love it. All right. So oh. guys, let's wrap this up. So um, if you had to give the whole show in itself uh, overall a grade, what would you give it? All right, Cliff, what you got? Uh, I give it a B. Give it a B. Idol. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B. Give nah, a B? I'm gonna give it a B plus. I'll give it a B plus. B plus. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Damien? I'm gonna have to give it a B plus too as well with all the, with everything all together as whole. Yeah. Alright. Um I'm gonna give it a B. Uh straight a solid B. So um all in all Slammiversary uh was a was a great show. Uh I can't I cannot, you know, say anything bad about this show. And um Really? 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 You could have took the camera off. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks. I, I thanks. 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 Thanks, thanks, thanks So I'm gonna sign it's off real quick. quick. Make this hey, real quick. Hey, hey, listen. Yeah. Make it quick. It's not I'm who quick. won. It's what happened. Oh, okay. now I got to rewind it. Thanks. Right. So right. anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, gotta give a big shout out for um to Chris Idol because, like I said, he's the one that uh. You know, put out there that we do a review show on Slammiversary, and um, so we did. And I think he made, he got he got fans. Um, like I said, Cliff hadn't seen Impact since the main event Mafia, and I can tell you right now, all four of us on this call right now will be watching Impact this Tuesday night. So, um, I guess you know, job. You know, he did he did his job, and uh, it was a success. So definitely kudos to Idol for that one. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you tune in uh, definitely for the newest edition of Now Entering the Ring, which will be um, Hyena Hex will be coming out uh, this week. So, make sure you definitely tune in to that. Definitely go buy yourself a three-count podcast shirt. Um, please buy a shirt. Please buy a shirt. Please buy a shirt. Um, we would like 
all your monies, please. Um, with that being said, my name is Chaz Evans. I'm the icon here with the uh, landlord of the dog pound, uh, the red dog, Cliff Miller. I'm also here with the 87-time world African-American Negro spiritual champion, Chris Idol, and with the 10,000-year-old supervillain, Damien Fatal, who uh, apparently Jesus owes money to. So, with that being I said... I want my money. He wants his money, the Lord and Savior, so please give him his money, and he will like that 10% like he does for tithes and offerings. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you tune in to the next episode of the Three Count Podcast next week. We will be back with our regular show. Hopefully, JJ will be back. Um... We'll see what happens, and we'll have our normal debate show with you. So make sure you're there, or well, if you're not there, you're somewhere else. Clearly, so see ya. Hello, Three Count Podcast. If you enjoy what you're watching. And you wouldn't mind going out your day to support us. Go follow us on Twitter at three count underscore pod, Instagram three count pod. And if you want to look drift out like your boy JJ, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash the three count pod. And it's the number three. Oh, and by the mention, we have a YouTube channel. So go check that out. The three count podcast with the number three, JJ. Out.